Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotes, Ben, and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives, as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today is a bonus episode. Instead of playing a case, uh, we've instead all watched the 2012 Ace Attorney live action movie directed by Takashi Miike. I think I like think maybe ago. the world the world should have ended in 2012 to prevent this <laughs> from happening. It should have ended on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really sh- hey, you know what? Recent events. Go donate to your mutual aid fund. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. So this uh, was I was it was kind of interesting. Uh, if you've followed me personally for a while, you might know that I am the former. Uh, managing editor of japanator.com which was destructoid.com's anime and japanese culture website uh so i was there for the lead up to this movie so i happened to be one of the people who was like trying to pay attention to oh there's rumors that takashi Miike is going to be doing an ace attorney live action film you know and so I was paying attention to the news at the time. In fact, it, if I recall correctly at the time, this is me going off memory, is that uh, it actually was uh, paparazzi photos of the shoot that got out first before the announcement was even officially confirmed. Um, so uh, all, that, all that we had heard was Takashi Miike was like, oh, I'm doing a adaptation of a video game about lawyers and everybody was like well i think i know what that is there's there aren't very, very many about that she and then, the video game and then the uh paparazzi photos came out of the shoot uh showing maya and phoenix near gourd lake uh and uh and so those got out there and everybody was looking at these pictures of the actors in costume you know with cameras following them around and that sort of thing and uh and then yeah and then the trailers came out and uh it did a Wildly enough, it did a tour around the film uh, festival circuit first before eventually coming out in theaters uh, in Japan in, I believe, February of 2012. And then also uh, it got released at uh, A2 Anime Festival uh, here in uh, America then as well that same year. Okay, weird question. Mm-hmm. How long were you part of Japan a tour while we were dating? When when did you When did you stop? I don't even remember. Uh, well, I was there actually in two chunks. I was there for uh, two to three years originally, started as an intern, and then, uh, not to like get too far into the weeds or anything like that, but well, there Well, I were... remember there being that period of time where you tried to get it going again, and it just didn't... Exactly, yeah. So there were management issues uh, that resulted in a lot of the staff leaving uh, the site, and then once uh, some new management took over, they invited me back and said, hey, we would like you to help reboot the site. And uh, unfortunately, the reboot only lasted a year before the money dried up. Uh, And at that point, we all opted to move on. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. uh, after that, I then did some time writing for uh, Fanboy.com, which was just general pop culture. uh, And uh, that was kind of my stint in the uh, Japanese and anime and pop culture, like, you know, writing for the web uh was was those two websites mainly uh so yeah um but i was yeah i was kind of in the in the muck and in the mire as as all this was coming out so i i remember the lead up and all the promotional stuff uh still uh, quite a bit here but uh yeah if you are not familiar with uh takashi Miike, uh he is probably best known for films like audition and ichi the killer i know uh, the second one i don't know the first one yeah, he did remakes of Harakiri and also 13 Assassins. Uh mm. and he's 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 probably also like just his like most well-known characteristic is that he pumps films out like crazy. He does 2 to 3 films a year sometimes uh during like the height of his career. Uh he's yeah, still Marvel going as far as I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> he has he's one guy and he's just, you know, pumping these out left and right. 
Uh, but he does anything from really, gr- you know, gruesome and violent like horror films to video game adaptations like this uh, to, you know, like family friendly movies as well. He's he does literally everything. Uh, some of them are very good. Some of them are very bad. I think that's just going to be the way things work out when you put out that many movies that quickly. Some of them are going to be hits and some of them are going to be stinkers. So um, what do you where do you think this film lies with the... Uh... Yeah, well, let's, before I give my opinion on the film, let's, let's at least summarize kind of what this film is, because it is basically taking the whole first game, taking a good chunk of it out, and then smushing the rest of it together. Essentially, you get, uh, a, your intro to Phoenix Wright, uh, and to, uh, Larry Butts is at the very start in which your uh, Phoenix is defending him. Um, and it is essentially like case one. Yeah. The thinker, right. The thinker. the thinker case is, is, is that little, like you just see the tail end of it, like them wrapping it up. But, uh, you know, they just wrap that bit up and then immediately transition into case two. Uh, so you get to meet Mia, uh, she gets murdered and then you jump into Maya, you know, defending Maya. But then they also, uh, they like simplify things here quite a bit, you know, as well. Because then uh, the uh, case of the Steel Samurai is removed entirely. Uh, Obviously, at this, you know, we don't have case 1-5 show up here at all. And we kind of loop in the Miles Edgeworth case from the end, case 1-4, and kind of integrate that into this as well, you know, and kind of have them kind of looped together. Uh, so they, they try to make one cohesive story out of game one and, and, and mix them all together. And they make yeah, some it's changes like game along one the way. Is, is two, it's like two cases, one, the first case, and then all the other cases from the original game mushed together. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they just, they just take out the still samurai case out of game one and like, uh, I don't know if, like, general impression, I don't know if I like this film. (laughs) Um, But, like, I find it, I guess it was, that's just what had to be done, right? Like, video game adaptations of films have never been, like, historically good, except for, like, I'll get back to that. Um, (laughs) I was, like, waiting with bated breath for you to say something. Say it, Tiago. Uh, Say it. uh, What's a good video game movie? I actually like the Resident Evil series from the early 2000s, because it's good like stupid fun but that's mm-hmm. like all right i would like, agree with that it, but that's inherently not resident evil just like how this is inherently not ace attorney um i mean i they, wouldn't say it's completely divorced from it it's no. not completely divorced from it but like i find that a lot of the charm that i really enjoy from ace attorney was kind of lacking which is just like this is a much more dour film than the games exactly this that's, is, that's, it's that's darker it, it's a little bit more grim uh, and also, no, I wouldn't say completely though. Yeah, no, it's still, still, still has some its moments funny, of humor, funny bits. Oh yeah, I mean, I love the funny bits. It's just the fact that, like, for me, Ace Attorney is inherently a comedy game. Like, I know there's drama in it, but like, it's mostly funny with like bouts of seriousness in it. But this game, but the movie is just like, it's gritty. It's it's kind of bizarre. Like, we see that's like dark future. <laughs> It's like, fuck, yeah, it's a dark future. It's like the Dark Knight of a video game movies <laughs> for no reason. And that's, like, not far, like, that's, I know a lot of people say, oh, that's the Dark Knight of, that's the Dark Souls of, that's the Dark of, it's, it is dark. It is an inherently a dark Thanks, Vinny Carvel. Thanks, Vinny, <laughs> Vinny Carvelino. Um, uh, like, I, I, I enjoyed the parts that I enjoyed of this film, and I did not like the parts of the films I did not like. And, um. That's a so, statement. The guy who plays Phoenix fucking nails it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But the girl who plays Maya does not nail it. And that is not due to her fault. That is due to the character's writing. Yeah. Right. Like, Maya's inherently a goofball sidekick. That's just what she is. And she isn't... She's like, yeah, she's like a she's like a late teen, but in here she's like mid-twenties feeling. Not only that, but like, she just doesn't... Isn't given an opportunity to be a goofball. Like she's yeah. actively, she's very solemn the whole film. That's because, yeah. like, to be fair, her sister did die like three years, three days ago. 
Right. Uh, it makes it makes a little more sense, you know, because we don't have the heightened, like exaggerated uh, sensibilities of the games here. And instead, everything's a little bit more muted. It's it's toned down a little bit as far as how goofy things get. It's not like it also feels like it's going at light speed compared to the game. Yeah, you got a lot of cram in there. <laughs> two two hours worth of uh, was essentially like five hours of gameplay. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember how long it takes to beat Ace Attorney one. Um, <laughs> it depends on how how you play it. I don't know, Rose. You have opinions about things in this film. Hi, I've been. I'm lifting the curtain. I've been chugging coffee this whole time, listeners. I was knocked in. You know those bits we were talking about how Rose is Godot? We were not kidding. Um, yeah. I'm functional. Um, we're, we're recording earlier than usual today, and Rose <laughs> needs her IV Like 30 intake. minutes earlier than usual. I'm it's dying, fine. Squirtle. It's fine. On um, Rose's request. I need... Listen, it's complicated. It's summertime. Um, Sometimes my family says, we're doing this at this time, and I go, whoop, <laughs> okay, gotta move things around. Anyways, um, I watched this movie twice. Um, I watched it with a group of friends, some of whom knew nothing about Ace Attorney, and then I watched it again by myself. And I have come to the conclusion that if you know, if you don't know anything about Ace Attorney and try to watch this movie, you're screwed. And yeah. if you do know stuff about Ace Attorney, you're also screwed because <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I think that it had some moments that were so great that it somehow justifies the entire film there. Like everyone has seen the, like oh, almost Christmas wasn't Christmas and everybody in the courtroom falls over for no reason. Like that, that is hilarious. Wor- That's literally it. the best scene in the whole movie. It, no. it is the second best scene in the whole movie. I know my favorite scene in the um, movie. The, and, like, they got some stuff right. The judge looks perfect, you know. The judge mm-hmm. isn't goofy in this. He's very serious yeah. and stern. But, he like, don't fuck perfect. with this judge. But nobody he... is goofy. Like, Phoenix is kind of goofy. But also, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like it was shot. And knowing that this guy fucking cranks these movies out really helps you understand it because like this some of the shots don't make any sense some of them go on for too long some of them are way too short the costumes and the set design are wacky and outrageous which is good for Ace Attorney but everything's like very colorless and like I said very horror movie very gritty and it's obviously honestly I'm impressed that they threw together these sets and had this like weird mechanical futurism vibe that worked for me Mm -hmm. like i thought that was cool i just think that it wasn't a good movie overall (laughs) yeah (laughs) like again totally justified by like a handful of scenes yeah to establish it for listeners who have not watched it uh one thing rose was talking about there with the mechanical futurism is that in the courtroom to symbolize you know or represent you leafing through the court record and presenting evidence uh, and throwing things in people's faces, what they have is essentially a big holograph projector in the center of the courtroom, which can be used to bring up evidence and show pictures or, you know, uh, they at one point they show the holographic image of the bullet and the scan of the bullet, you know, from the DL6 incident, um, and they bring that up. And... Uh, there's bits where a character will, you know, minority report, like, grab the hologram with their hands and shove it at the other, you know, at the prosecutor and that sort of thing and make it slide across the courtroom and it, you know, disappears into a, uh, you know, a haze of sparks. Yeah, so I guess it's, it's, it's like, a- I guess it's like the trouble of figuring out how to actually give presenting evidence gravity in a visual way because it's a movie versus you playing a game. Yeah. Like once when you present the proper evidence, like the character will be like and like lean forward and slam on the desk. But like in a movie that doesn't quite hit home the same way as having something visual fly at them. Right. And I think um, my my main criticism of, of this is that uh, I kind of wish that they had just used it more and in more creative ways if they were mm-hmm. going to do it. 
whereas they only utilize it maybe two times throughout the whole movie, you know? I thought it was uh, a fun times. idea. I just, I wish that it had been more in the spirit of the game, mm-hmm. just in general. Like, I felt like it, woof, woof, Roxy hated it too. Roxy <laughs> the dog on the podcast. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. I think a lot of things about this film is the fact that, like, um, Ace Attorney for me is like a game about being hopeful and like believing I, in your client, believing in your client and all that stuff. And while watching this movie, I thought to myself, I don't feel very hopeful. I felt like I was looking at like a, a weird post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> it's the dark age of the law. It was I'm, also you keep... kind of just like the I'm end sorry. was such a letdown because the way they shot the Von Karma breakdown scene like, the lead-up to it, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. And it was... They didn't shoot it well. Like, they should have mm-hmm. switched back and forth between... Because he does this thing where he's, like, ranting about criminals, and then him just, like, sadly, like, walking around with his head down. And I wish they had, like, switched back and forth between that a little bit. I mean, I like um, the scene where they, like, um... And it's, like, a solid five minutes of the movie that did need to be in there. <laughs> just I keeps mean, I going and going and going. I like the, prob- the part where he has like his breakdown oh, and like this, thought... the cut, the camera changes constantly. I thought that was very nice. I, so that would have been good if there had been some contrast in between it, like him talking, him just like looking. Like I was so frustrated because I thought it was going to be cool when I saw those camera changes, and it wasn't. Right. I was pissed all... off. It's a good concept, but unfortunately, the execution isn't quite there because yeah, the editing is inconsistent within that moment if you're gonna do the smash cut or not smash cut editing but the the fast cut editing where you cut off uh as if there's seconds in between each cut that are that are removed from the the you know uh sequence essentially Mm -hmm. to show that like oh this is going on way longer than it actually is and we're cutting fast to show that like he's been you know ranting in the courtroom but instead they mix that in with regular cuts so von karma's breakdown instead seems very staccato and not and not quite uh consistent yeah i just didn't like it (laughs) also he didn't bang his head against the wall which was the coolest part of his breakdown so you know right they should have had a they should have had the actor injure himself on set (laughs) no don't do that um the thing about this film is, like, they're legitimately, the Blue Badger is one of the fucking funniest things that could possibly have happened in this film. It is legitimately hilarious. Like, I'm pretty sure those on the ye old Tumblr ages remember the gift set of, like, mm-hmm. a, uh, like a man in a mascot suit preventing a hammer from hitting the... The, the, the gavel, gavel, yeah, from, from slamming down, yeah. But, like... And that is a scene that is completely unexplained. Like... It will never be explained. And like... Sorry, hang on. I just want to jump in real quick. Again, for somebody who has not seen this movie, the judge goes to throw down his gavel and deliver his judgment. There has been a person in a blue badger suit this whole time. We have not seen who's in the blue badger suit. The blue badger, it's like a mascot suit, like a, you know, like a Disneyland mascot suit, big fake head kind of thing, uh, puts their hand in the, between the gavel and the desk so that it cannot hit the desk and the judge can't give his judgment. And he pauses and he's like, excuse me. And then the camera turns back to focus on people coming into the courtroom with surprise evidence kind of thing. It's like Yami Yogi coming back. Yeah. And then as the camera pans back from a distance, you see the blue badger costume collapse. The head rolls across the courtroom floor and there appears to be nobody inside the suit. It was the, the spirit of justice. justice. <laughs> yes, the spirit of justice. And nobody really comments on it. The movie does not address it in any way. And they move on immediately after it. And it's a truly delightful non sequitur that just happens out of the blue. It's so Just good. to prolong the trial. I wish, so, sorry, sorry I wish continue, more Tiago. of that had happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wanted more of that. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that, that inherently, to me, is Ace Attorney, right? Like some wild shit occurring and like the fucking fact that like it doesn't on a very basis and like most of it's played pretty straight outside of phoenix who like 
does a pretty fucking good job of being Phoenix, right? He is completely stressed, sweating the entire time. The scene where he, like, tries to stretch out his word in order to stall for time is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's really making uh, his words go really long. It's not that right now. <laughs> exactly. And, like, he has to interview a real-life fucking parrot. And, like, you could see the stress in the actor's eyes as the parrot decides to climb onto his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it did make me wonder, was that in the script? Was that supposed to happen? Or or was, like, Parrots the... Parrots can be scary. Or, yeah, was the actor just really not comfortable with doing this? <laughs> I, like, the fact the that... actor wasn't parrot... told that this was something that actually happened in the game, and he's just so <laughs> flabbergasted by it. You like, I'm I'm sorry, Polly-san. Like, I apologize. <laughs> like, that shit is hilarious. But, like, then we talk to Red White, who's, like, upsetting to look at. His yeah, he's wig not is even, so he, bad. Yeah, they so completely changed him. Scary shit in this, too. Like, like you, he gets poisoned in the, the movie, and you, like, they set it, the scene up to, like, like an actual person who got poisoned in prison like it's like but buddy this is not how i i'm supposed to get hit in the head with a fire extinguisher and then killed by uh, a bust falling on my head with a wacky piano noise like this is not <laughs> the thing about it though it. is that like sometimes ace attorney is dark right because think about the neo steel samurai case like the fucking fact that we were subjected to several shots of a suicide but train. it's yeah i didn't love that yeah and you we also get that in this fucking yeah, movie and i didn't we, like it then either i thought it was a little incongruous with the tone of the game yeah, yeah it sometimes goes like we got to see that ghost where like it's a lady whose head is like stuck in a parrot cage and it gave me some real bloodborne vibes um, yeah, it was a little bit of a weird. Me sees a cage like, on somebody's head. Cool Bloodborne reference. <laughs> it really it, is. I love it's Bloodborne. Just, it's it's definitely Mika's like horror, you know. Yeah, uh, like you know tendencies coming out there uh, in full force. As soon as he gets a, a ch even a little bit of a chance to do something a little more horror leaning, he just jumps at it. And it's like I don't know if that quite fits with the rest of this tone of this movie, you know. <laughs> I, like, it, it simply doesn't. That's the problem. Is that, like, the tone for this film jumps all over the place and is never really consistent. And, like, from, like, we get to see them investigate fucking Gord Lake, and it's them in, like, random fucking spots around the lake just dicking around. I mean, like, that was that was me in the game, for real, though. <laughs> exactly! You see, that's <laughs> Most the thing, accurate though, is that, thing like, in the movie. He's like, like, that is accurate, but, like, when I watch it, it's simply just, like, there's no goofs or anything. They're just like not saying anything, looking at stuff and being like, is this it? And like either Maya fix is like, no. Like yeah. that's not the, the closest the thing we get to a Maya goof is when she sees the like steel samurai blow up doll and does like some poses. And I was right. like, oh my God, that let her be goofy. No, she just looks like a fatal frame character. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, her sister died three days ago and she has not had time to grieve. If my sister died, I wouldn't become a Fatal Frame character. You wouldn't? I feel like I would if my sister died. She'd I feel become like a Bloodborne I'm... character. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I feel like what would happen is that a fa I feel like a Fatal Frame protagonist is absolutely someone who had their sister die two days ago and now has to investigate a creepy shrine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But also, like... <laughs> What's the one where it's all about, like, oh, you were in a car crash, so you have survivor's guilt, and it's like, shut up, ghost. You don't yeah, know that's, me. That's the dumbest one. Yeah, the ghosts Piss are just off. jealous that you're alive, honestly. Um, <laughs> so I like, not jealous you're alive. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds ace attorney as hell. That's fine. <laughs> Alright, so not only is Maya, like, not really Maya, but, like, the portrayal of Mia possessing Maya is also the craziest shit. Where it's, like, it's a fucking, like, crazy ghost-looking-ass Mia, and, yeah. like, Phoenix is, like, turning his head being like, does anyone else fucking see this? And, like, no, no one else sees it. As opposed to just, like... Mia just showing up next to him in the fucking booth, being like, "Let's yeah, like, it, right. like the Japanese ghost, like really creepy, scary dead person ghost." Also, 
Hell is like a post-apocalyptic New York that's in flames? Like, so, like, why is Gregory yeah, Edgeworth in hell? <laughs> why is Gregory Edgeworth in hell? We so, establish like, through the course of the movie and the case that... The first, so, like, a, an interesting twist, I think, It because they didn't do the whole earthquake elevator thing. They say, oh, mm-hmm. young Miles saw his father messing with the evidence locker, and he believed that he was tampering with evidence um and so he said well i'm never i'm gonna become a prosecuting attorney instead because my father was cheating and it turned out he wasn't he was discovering that von karma was you know messing with the evidence uh so why would gregory be in hell (laughs) he didn't do anything wrong (laughs) the gods um... the gods watched the trial (laughs) <laughs> and they I believed they, him. So we all know the fact that, like, the reason that Gregory Edwards claims that Yanni Yogi killed him was to, for, like, as a ghost, like, not accuse Miles of killing him, right? Yeah, like that. He never saw uh, he never, von Karma. He, so he never saw von Karma, and he was like, "Well, obviously, I'm not going to, I'm not going to point Miles as the killer. So I'll point uh, Yanni Yogi." And, like, Yanni Yogi is, like, I forgot that his fingerprint, like, was his fingerprints chemical burned away in the video game? Or is yes. that just a move? Oh, that did happen? No, he did that in the game, too. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Um, yeah. We got to see that scene. That uh, Von Karmo told him to do it. I mean, yeah, we all saw. Uh, we I visually <laughs> saw it. The yeah. man's we, did, like- we did watch this with a friend who's a chemist and was immediately like, that's not how you do that. This is a bad idea. This is a, like... <laughs> if I were to burn my fingerprints off, this is how I would do it. Um, I think that, like... I don't know. I, like, I want to enjoy this game, this movie. I almost call it a fucking game. Larry Butts is perfect, because he's exactly what I would imagine Larry Butts to be. Everything about there's that character of, was correct. There's a lot of funny background characters, too. Like, all the people in the back of the court are all, like, dressed up in, like, outrageous, like, anime convention gear. I'm oh, like, the, that's kind of funny. The like, wildest shit is the fact that like they sell tickets to go to courtroom case. You could buy a ticket to a courtroom case. Yeah, this is a weird like change from the games that I'm not sure. Like, I assume like, oh, this is again, this is like, oh, this is some post like like really shitty future in which, you know, courtroom drama is entertainment to the people. So we'll sell tickets to courtroom cases. But, like, I don't know. Things are fucked up in the games, too, and they didn't need to sell tickets to the cases. But I guess have, they wanted uh, to figure out why there would be a crazy audience in the they, background, they I guess, was the rationale. The, the the space to uh, animate the uh, all of the crazy characters in the background, so they just made them blobs in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, the fact that, like, like Phoenix is like Larry what are you doing he was like oh I got a front row seat and like pulls out a ticket like it's a fucking basketball game mm-hmm. as opposed to like someone's life or death being justified here really like it's it's weirdly enough gallows humor yeah very but- uh very like ancient Roman Colosseum like <laughs> we throw the, the criminals in there and see who wins you know um, they pulled out the metal detector on Von Karma, which is very nice. Miles, of course, blames himself for killing his father because he's a little wimpy man. Oh, there's a funny Miles scene where someone accuses his cravat of fluttering and he gets really mad and yells at them because it doesn't flutter that much. Yeah, um, that That is Ace Attorney. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. <laughs> the fact that, like, Lotta Hart is there and it's just like, yeah, sorry I lied. I thought I could be a big witness in a court case. And then turns around and looks at Miles Edgeworth dead in the eyes and goes i'm sorry and then just runs out of the court case and then the judge is like <laughs> all right well von karma do you have another witness and von karma's like yeah i didn't think we'd have to bring him in i guess <laughs> we do <laughs> like that's that's hilarious <laughs> but yeah. like oh my god i also do love how non-plus the judge is most of the time during to like literally anything like it, i don't it's a very different characterization of the judge that we know which mm-hmm. is like I would imagine the judge that we know from the video games is, like, a background Popeye's character. Like, he's just, like, having a jovial time. And, and he just ta- he takes everything at face value in the game, right? Yeah. The judge is just like, oh, wow, really? 
gee whiz, you know, like, that's really impressive, Mr. Wright or Mr. Edgeworth or whoever, you know, whereas the judge in the movie is like, are you sure that this is correct? He's like sitting there dead face and he just goes, that's bullshit. Yeah, he's like, "Ah." he's like very like mellow comparatively. The thing about it, though, is that, like, I everyone else in Ace Attorney is kind of like an anime-esque character, but the judge is, like, straight out of fucking Archie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just that, like, I look at him and I'm like, yeah, I can catch him being caught up in a scheme. It's the where, eyes. It's the where eyes. Where he has to buy a bunch of burgers for the day and not be able to finish them. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Phoenix is like, my, I got kidnapped by a serial killer and I have to defend someone who's guilty. And the judge is like, I bought too many hamburgers today, and now I have to give them away. <laughs> um, so, like, the judge in the movie is very much, like, blase. He takes everything, and he just, like, he doesn't say no to anything. Like, that's the thing, is that, like... He just lets he, things he, go with the flow. He's really underneath that water ball, cultivating his chi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I don't know if that's... It's a different judge. It's not the judge I know. And that's what it's I not the judge we know and love. I love my Archie judge. Uh, uh, so yeah, so that uh, the as as the movie like you know kind of progresses, then we we go through the you know the rest of case four. We have all all that stuff happen, you know, with Edgeworth in the boat, uh, and then Von Karma showing up. Von Karma it, at first is actually way more like professional basically like he shakes phoenix's hand he's like i look forward to facing you in the courtroom he at the he when he talks to the judge he doesn't immediately like commandeer the whole courtroom and like yanking the judge around you know instead he's like well here's my case that is not the character who would have made his pin number zero 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 one because he's number one (laughs) yeah he's number Uh, because he's number one so uh but you know we we kind of go through the whole the whole case there um but uh i i don't know if anybody has any other like really like standout like bits here but uh but yeah i think um one thing i i like then is uh a we get our cameos um so as the case uh, is wrapping up at the end in the crowd, not only can you see Takashi Miike, you can also see the one and only Shu Takumi uh, as he's cheering with uh, Larry Butts. <laughs> and the two of them turn to each other and go, yay! And like, you know, grab each other by the shoulders and, and cheering uh, that the court case is, uh, is complete. So that was kind of cute to see uh, Takumi show up here. <laughs> yeah, I like that he's here. I'm just like... <sighs> Kumi, how do you feel about all this? Yeah, here's the thing. I went looking for some of the uh, reception to this movie. I looked to see if there was any interviews with uh, Takumi about it or Mike. There's there's a little there's some interviews from Mike about this movie, but they don't really enlighten me on much on how the movie was made or his perspective on it. Um, I, it really does feel like Mike viewed this as a job, but I, I obviously I can't say that. For one hundred percent certain, um, as far as like uh, like reviews and like how people reacted when this movie came out, uh, it was all over the place. Um, let's see here. I got some of these quotes uh, here. Thank you to the Ace Attorney uh, wiki fan, fan wiki uh, fandom dot com wiki for putting some of these uh, links together here from from reviews. But uh, yeah. Uh, Richard Eisenbeiss of Kotaku praised the movie, calling it the best video game movie ever. <laughs> the best video game movie? Uh, clearly the Nazi Resident Evil 1 with the laser hallway. <laughs> uh, Paul Verhoeven of IGN gave the film an 8 out of 10, calling it great. Explosive high camp melodrama. Uh, manages to work both as a legal thriller and a pitch-perfect adaptation of the game. On the other hand, uh, Jay Weisberg of Variety, a more traditional, you know, this time not Variety obviously is not a video game publication. They're just like a movie uh, trade. Uh, They said uh, it was a dull production that was criminally long and generally lacking in Mike's playful visual hyperbole. (laughs) Sheesh. So basically it seems like normal uh, uh, film critics. 
Yeah, film critics generally did not like this film, whereas, you know, game journalists and game critics were more positive on it and were willing to forgive more of the faults, you know, Uh, which I think just, yeah, boils down to if you have familiarity with the games, uh, you're starting to pick up on what it's trying to put down and are able to be on that wavelength. Mm Whereas for people who haven't played the games, they are probably there's a it's a bigger it's a bigger bridge to to make your way across, you know. Oh, yeah, I think this uh, it would be. I guess that's the problem. Comprehensible with every- you could even say that it's a dusky bridge. Oh, mm. sorry. I was gonna say I guess that's kind of the case with every video game movie. Like you're banking on the people who have played the game that their nostalgia is, you know, brings money in, but also. You have to kind of figure out how to create a followable and cohesive story for somebody who hasn't played the game to understand. And sometimes that's really hard to do. Yeah. When there's so much stuff missing. I mean, it's 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 always tough when you're adapting something. But I think when, yeah, when you're adapting a video game into a movie, you have to you have to change, you know, things for the medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, while still like preserving the spirit of it, you can make that argument, you know, different ways for what is preserving the spirit. You know what I mean? So like, since this has come out, right? Since this uh, Ace Attorney movie came out, I'm looking at a list of other uh, video game uh, movies here. And so not only was there uh, another Silent Hill movie, there was the Need for Speed movie, there was the Warcraft movie, uh, there was Tomb Raider, the redo of oh, Tomb okay. Raider, not the Angelina The original Jolie Tomb Raider one. movies were not terrible. Uh, there was Rampage. Yeesh! <laughs> uh, Detective Pikachu, that obviously. That one actually slot. That one actually worked. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic right. the Hedgehog 2, the Mortal Kombat movie. I didn't see two, but I liked one. The Uncharted movie. Uh, and also uh, Werewolves Within, which is, if you may recall, is based on a VR Ubisoft uh, werewolf game. Wait, oh, what? I want to circle back to Angelina Jolie, Tomb Raider. <laughs> you want to circle back to that? Yeah, sure. We're back here. What? What's up? Everybody think about it for a moment. Okay, we okay. can go now. Oh, okay. okay. We just needed, we just needed to consider it for a second. I just think that that was decent. They were. I, I have a lot of nostalgia for those movies because my dad watched yeah. them. Because my dad and I, I grew up watching my dad play Tomb Raider. Aw. Moe. I didn't. That was like the dawn of when we, we got... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tiago. It was right when we got our first computer. So, And I was probably like four or five years old. And we would, I would go online... And we would find walkthroughs because my dad would get stuck. And then I would print them out and I would sit there and read them to him so he could figure out where he was going. That's actually real way. Helpful. Helpful. We're all, yeah. we're all just children helping the gamers of the past move <laughs> on to the future. Yeah, I mean, I, I have also precious memories of, of helping my dad with playing video games. So, Would you watch a missed movie, Rose? God, no. That was a terrible idea. That's the worst video game movie idea I've ever heard. Damn, you didn't have to kill him. (laughs) Tiago, have you played Myst? No. God, no. Okay, well, he didn't know. That's fine. I don't know. I assume there's, like, a... Just Myst in it. It's a silent protagonist first-person point-and-click puzzler. Sounds like the game that we, the movie we saw recently, Mad God. No, it's not. Don't watch that. Don't look that up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that movie, but it's not. It's pretty artsy fartsy. That's what I'll say. Um, Listen, so like Ben got film. me to watch The Lighthouse. I can probably stomach just about anything at that point. No, in terms of how bizarre it is. <laughs> no, no, incorrect. You, Mad God is different. Ben knows. Ben knows that it's different too. That's we, why we can't we can't turn the Ace Attorney movie podcast into the Mad God movie podcast. You're right. That's true. We got to so move I'm on. not gonna watch as, it, and neither is Des. Probably. It takes uh, a lot for me to sit it, and watch a movie, and if people don't think it's good, I'm probably not gonna watch it. 
Well, I, no, I think it's good. It's just I'm it, not gonna watch. It's it. a lot. It's, uh, yeah. So as the uh, movie wraps up here, then during the uh, you get your little like yay you know scene in which everybody's doing great and congratulating everybody and a little bit of wrap up they don't really tease anything there obviously there was never a sequel to this uh but then um during the credit sequence yeah (laughs) after the credit during the credit sequence we do get uh some references to uh the farewell my turnabout uh including uh, Matt and Guard and Adrian Andrew- Andrews showing up for half a second. And uh, Edgeworth holds up the guitar of the Jammin' Ninja, <laughs> you know? Uh, and so there's like a fun little bit, you know, referencing like, some Oh, they continue then. their journey as lawyers. Yeah. So um, that's kind of fun to see uh, some references to that. But uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's kind of the film overall um it's a little difficult to see now if you're interested in seeing it because your main options are either buying the blu-ray or paying to watch it on youtube uh if you want to watch it in any legal format essentially so it's a shame that they don't put this out on any streaming services and make it easier for people to see uh but at this point it seems like it's never going to really get that cult hit uh vibe and uh and continue on from here i uh after this i'm sure some folks are familiar that there was an ace attorney anime adaptation uh which did all three of the first games uh, the original trilogy as well really yeah there's an Mm -hmm. anime that went through the entire uh entire series there so uh it is uh it is fine i have not watched all of it Um, i know we got kind of like I don't know. I remember the animation not being super great. Yeah, it's it's here's the thing, and this is probably the most damning thing I can say. It's perfunctory. What what does that I don't know what that word means. Oh sorry. It means that it just it it just does it. It it it, it adapts. It just it, regurgitates and it. It does not it just does not do anything special with it though. You know, like it is it is purely Raise your hand if a, you learned a new word today. <laughs> I, I guess me yeah i don't have a choice in the matter um so i don't know it's not it's not awful by any means but uh it is not if you would hope that something like that would uh take the opportunity to add a little spark to it and unfortunately it's just like here you go we have you know reproduced uh everything from the games with very average animation um so but you can go watch the ops uh on youtube if you want <laughs> and get a little bit of fun uh ace attorney uh art next to some it's, uh, music it's that fun way, to so. watch after you haven't played the games for a really long time because you're like oh yeah that happened my weird my like weirdest like critique of it uh that i remembered at the time was that i was like man the line art on this is just way too basic yeah. and way too thin yeah, yeah i wish that i wish there was a little more life to this line art uh the art but was hey. just like eh. uh not to not to start you know shitting on the, <laughs> on the anime at the end of the movie podcast here but uh but yeah uh any other uh last thoughts about the movie here before we wrap up i thought it was a cinematic masterpiece i don't know what anybody else's problem is <laughs> i thought it was too long but it's worth it for like three or four scenes it's <laughs> yeah two, it's two yeah. fucking hours like just just yeah i don't know i'm going into this My as somebody walk. who's not like i'm not a movie buff I just played the uh, games and I thought it was I'm like, oh, there's a guy from the game there. Mm-hmm. That gives, that gives me my little myself. bit of serotonin. <laughs> I would not describe <laughs> myself as a movie buff. My taste is shit. I watched Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter in theaters. <laughs> like, <laughs> please, take everything I say and consider that I've only had two cups of coffee and I'm an idiot. I want to say that uh, I am a movie buff and I have no formal training. I I am a genius. Please consider all my opinions to be law. I okay. Um, the, oh. the, the wrinkles in my brain are so deep; it's like the Mariana Trench. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, um, the movie's okay. 
This <laughs> is like, like yeah. Like, I mean, that's a, it's, like I said it, with the anime. Like the wor- worst thing you can just say is when it was like, oh, it was okay, I guess. It was okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, and you don't come out of it like oh, with I any strong that. feelings. Yeah. It's like, like oh, well, that I actually, fun, I actually, I guess. I actually wish it was worse, so I could have more things to say about it. <laughs> um, I like the funny scenes. Go look them up on YouTube. Those are all you need. Yeah, the Chris, the Chris, not Christmas yet scene is like big one. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so that is uh, Ace Attorney slash Gyakuten Saiban 2012 by Takashi Miike. Um, Miike, if you ever meet us, uh, I want you to know that I actually do love this film. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) If we ever happen to come across Takashi Miike in our daily in our daily lives, I'm heading to Starbucks into him. I'll tell you what I think about it. I had for uh, Starbucks, they actually called the name Takashi instead of Tiago, and we both reached for the cup. And <laughs> it just, it just oh. you're, both, you're both reaching the can of peaches. You're be a little meat cute. The flower, the flower petals blow across the uh, the courtyard. Except, except his are like grimdark for some reason, and they're horrible flowers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, next time uh, we are going to be doing it, folks. We are going to be jumping in once and finally, into Apollo Justice. My boy! Apollo. Uh, so get ready. We're going to be playing Case 1, uh, the very first tutorial case of that game there, which will give us an introduction to a whole new cast of characters and set up uh, a whole lot of stuff. We will, it, for it being a tutorial case, if I am reaching deep into the dark recesses of my memory, I think we will have quite a lot to talk about. Just from a tutorial case, because there's a lot going on there. Can we um, say for next time that we started dating because of my apologists and Phoenix Wright phone charms? Like, specifically, apologists. Because that was the peak of me loving that child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we were working at the same place, and I saw your phone charms were Ace Attorney, and I was like, oh, do you like the Ace Attorney game series? And that's how we started talking for the first time, you know, in earnest. So icebreaker, straight, uh, straight. I know, I know. <laughs> Don't bully. Don't it was bully. So hetero. Are you calling here. me straight on Pride Month, you motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I if yeah, the shoe Thiago. if the shoe fucking fits. That's uh, the meanest no thing bullying. anyone has ever said to me. No <laughs> bullying. I might be straight, but my wife's not. So watch yourself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we will. Uh, we'll, we'll be getting into that. Uh, I'm so excited. New art, new characters, new music. Uh, a full jump to the DS. Like this was natively uh, developed for the DS. This was not a Game Boy Advance ported. Uh, Archer so restriction will, lifted. There will be some new uh, gameplay mechanics to go into there and everything. So uh, and uh, yeah, I. I See what happens when uh, Shu Takumi says, I don't want to make any more Ace Attorney games. I think the story is finished. And then Capcom begs him to come back anyway and write one more game. And he says, okay, I will do one more and shepherd this series into a new era. Uh, So what could that be? What will that entail? We'll find out. Together. Yeah. So you can follow the show on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod to stay up to date on the latest episodes as well as the streams and YouTube uploads. Uh, we just uh, uploaded the most recent episode uh, of us doing an art stream, going through some concept art uh, for the... Oh, dang, you uh, got me excited. I thought somebody was going to start drawing. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we went through some of the concept art for the original trilogy and talked about that and had a lot of fun doing that. So uh, maybe you'll, you'd enjoy that too. So feel free to check that out on our YouTube um, you can follow me on Twitter at Yotsaben. Desi, where can people find you? At yes, this is Des on Twitter. Uh, Tiago, where can people find you? They can find me at Tiago S. Dutra. Consider hiring me if you need a software engineer. Mm-hmm. New software engineer money into my bank account to pay for my vet bills. Hey, oh, this is my this is my pledge. All right, get your own pledge. <laughs> <laughs> and Rose, where can people find you? You can find me at Traumarts on Twitter. Um. And you actually don't have to buy my art this week. It's okay. Wait, why? Do you want me to buy your art? No, I'm just giving everyone a break. <laughs> I'm, in such high, I'm such high demand. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I will say, please buy Rose's art then instead. I'll take it. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks everybody for listening. We hope you'll rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Those Apple Podcast reviews mean a lot to us because that's God damn it, Apple. That's the one platform that really matters as far as visibility. So we do not pay to advertise or do anything extra. Uh, so Even if you happen to review us, says, oh, I liked it. Yeah, if you leave a, a nice review on there, who knows? We might even read it on the air. Uh, next episode, we will playing the first case of Game 4, like I said, of Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney. A whole new era is about to begin. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Shoot